spin. One of three eight, you're listening to Spin Talk with Lauren. Should you ever lend money to a friend? Have you ever asked a friend to borrow money? Did it have any impact on your friendship? Get involved. I'd love to hear from you. 087-711-1038. I'm joined on the line now by consulting psychologist and cognitive scientist, John Francis Leader. You can find out more at jfl.com. Hi, John. Hi, Lauren. How are you doing? Good, thank you. And great to have you on this topic today because it's quite an interesting one. A lot of people feel you should never mix business with pleasure and you should never, ever mix friends with money. What do you think? Well, your listener uh, shouldn't feel alone because this has been an ongoing issue. I think as long as people have been around or business and commerce or money has existed in any shape or form, probably even before that with the bartering and trading of goods. So it's a classic problem and, and it is at times a tricky one. Certainly the idea of mixing business and pleasure where possible, uh, it's a very good idea to keep them apart. And the reason for that is not that, that either is right or wrong, but they're two different modes. They're just two different things. And we, we all know, I think, in relationships that there are some things that, that don't mix. And um, what it takes, I suppose, for a friendship to be good is, interestingly, exactly the opposite of what it takes for business to be good. A good friendship, in a sense, what makes it good is that it's non-transactional. If you think about it, the reason you have a good friendship with somebody is actually no reason. It's just because you want to, because you like spending time with them. So when obligation is introduced into that, that kind of mixes it up and muddies the waters quite a bit. And then kind of business, if you think about going to a bank to borrow money, actually, when that works well, it's because... um, it's because it's not personal. Hopefully they won't discriminate against you or for you. They'll actually, in, in an ideal circumstance, this maybe hasn't always happened, but look at your circumstances, not lend you money that you couldn't afford to pay back, for example, and it's clean in that way. And when you mix those two, it gets complicated. Yeah, and we're all quite different about money. You know, people exactly. value money differently. You know, we've, we've different attitudes towards it. Now, it does sound from this email like this guy has been really understanding. He doesn't want to fall out with his friend. Yeah. But I don't know, I think people are kind of questioning her a bit because, as he says, she's still going out every weekend, even though she hasn't paid him back. And this is the problem. And the, the, the difficulty is, is whether the person is kind of abusing that trust or not can be hard to tell. And this is this mixing of business and pleasure because we want to allow friends to do whatever they want to do and not really think about it. Uh, or we want to be in that business mode where we're trying to get return on, on the money that we've paid out, which is more the mode a bank will be in. And it's a very weird mode. I mean, imagine, you know, going out, kind of partying with your bank manager. You know, and and this is sort of, hey, should you be paying for that? Or, hey, you know, cut back there in the drinks. This is the kind of form of thinking that will be brought in. Now, you know, whether we we love uh, the banking system or not, it's set up in a very particular way and it works quite rigidly. And, of course, if you're borrowing money, there's contracts around it, there's terms. You know, these details are worked out quite carefully. And usually in the context of a friendship, that doesn't happen. You've got two options. One is you say, okay, you can borrow some money. Here's a contract. Here's the terms. And that just feels weird. You know, yeah, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder how you'd react if you asked someone, to, like a friend or yeah, family member even, to borrow money and they drew you up a contract. But that would probably be the cleverest thing to do but because then there's I'm no asking. ambiguity. That's why banks do it. And if you don't then do the contract, it would be weird. But then if you don't do the contract, in a way, it's even weirder because you still have a contract. A verbal contract is still a contract. So there's still the sense of expectation. But maybe you expect something. The other person expects something different. There's misunderstanding about it. And this is the sheer messiness of it. One little thing you can do sometimes, and I'm not saying this is any easier, but just for the sake of maintaining a friendship is, 
don't really lend money that you're not happy to essentially give if the friendship really matters to you that much. Because it's that kind of need, you know, because there will be times somebody, of course, is really, really stuck in a a very genuine situation. And by the way, you'll kind of know this as well, because a bit like if you are a banker, you'll know about the the credit history of a person. If somebody's borrowing left, right and centre off you and friends all the time, you know, you have some sense of that. If it's somebody you would never even dream of asking and one day they said, look, I'm really stuck, that, of course, is a bit of a different thing. And in that case, even if you never got it back, you know, it it still may be worth it to you to, to maintain the friendship. If you're the person who has borrowed the money and let's say you are getting heat from that friend who's like, why are you going out every weekend? And you constantly feel that they're resenting you over it. Like, can you get your friendship back after that? After being made feel like that? Yeah, I think if you're you're the person borrowing the money, a a good idea here is prevention, of course, not borrowing money if that's at all possible, but we've accepted that there may be times when that's not the case. But I think a very wise thing to do is if you are actually asking somebody for money, and this is much easier to do for the person asking than the person giving, is essentially yourself propose the contract. Look, I'm really stuck. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's where I'm going to pay it back by. I'm absolutely going to do that. You know, write it down if you want, but just make it easy for the other person so that the friendship can be maintained. And there isn't that kind confusion and ambiguity. Now, if you've landed and you haven't done that, at very least do it after the fact. Go back and say, look, I probably wasn't clear on this. I'm definitely going to do X by, you know, certain dates. And, you know, really try your best to stick to that. And even if you can't, give a good reason for it. Because that allows the other person to stop thinking about it, I suppose, and it just cleans it up. Yeah, because I think once resentment has set in, it can be difficult to overcome that. This is the problem. And the problem is the mind wanders, you know, because you're kind of scanning everything and you're thinking, well, should they be buying that or should they be doing this? And that's just a not a nice mode in, in friendship. As I was saying, friendship really at its best, it's, it's kind of a strange thing, but it's, it's non-transactional. It works because there's no obligation to it. You know, you don't have to hang out with your friends. You want to. It's a very different thing. And you may get many benefits from friendships, but that's not the reason. It's a bit like if you have um, a very good friend who's a baker, You'll probably get loads of free bread from that friendship, but that should not be your reason for being in the friendship. The yeah. reason to be in the friendship is no reason whatsoever other than just spending time with the person and then the bread comes so be it. That's just an extra. There is no topic too complex for you, John. Thanks a million for coming on. You're very welcome. Talk soon. Talk soon. Lovely to speak to you. That's John Francis Leader there, consulting psychologist and cognitive scientist. His website is jfl.com. Oh my God, when he said there about the baker, I was like, I'd love if one of my friends was a baker. I'm obsessed with bread. Um, but look, today it's about money. And that can be very, very difficult sometimes when money gets involved in friendships. We've had an email in from a listener who lent a friend money a few months ago to help pay her rent. She hasn't paid him back yet. It's getting awkward. He's starting to question some of her life decisions. She's coming up with excuses. What should he do? How does he broach it with her? He doesn't want to fall out with her, he says. You know, doesn't want to embarrass her. But at the same time, you know, she's got to come good on the deal that they made. Have you ever lent money to a friend? Is it a good idea? And how do you resolve it, especially if they're not paying you back without ruining that friendship? Let me know. You can text her WhatsApp Spin Talk now. I'm on 087-711-1038. Spin Talk with Subway. Make work lunches fun again with a Subway platter. Subway, keep discovering. Spin 1038.